0: Turns the corner at the 21st down breaks a tackle at the 25 breaks another at the 30 and he's loose gets the carry and is loose inside the 50 40 to the 30 20 10. Touchdown! hello hello let's go it's your man flip mozzie and thank you for spending 15 minutes with me today. Here we are in week 16. It's time for the divisional showdowns all across the league. Our Vikes, 10 and four after eight home games and six road matchups. Maybe just five matchups, I'm still beaming. After Viking Nation took over Carson California last Sunday, we watched our team trounce the LA Chargers Skull chance all game long, defensive dominance, especially in the second half, and the offense did enough, limiting mistakes. 39-10. Some were nervous about that game. Don't try to downplay it now. Some fans were nervous about that contest, about San Diego's pass rush and their secondary, uneasy about the purple defense going up against Phillip Rivers. Austin Eckler, and Keenan Allen. But we talked about it after the Seattle game. Zimmer's defenses have always struggled to generate huge, game-changing turnovers. Not on Sunday, seven turnovers, my goodness. Now, the Vikings created 27 turnovers on the year, fourth in the NFL, and tied for the most ever in the Mike Zimmer era, plus 11 turnover differential Also 4th in the NFL, also tied for the most since 2016. And like 2016, these are not your garden variety splash plays. These are pick sixes, fumble returns, red zone turnovers generating short fields, big players making big plays that Neil Hunter would not be denied in week 15. Big game for Hunter with three run stops, two pressures, a sack, and two forced fumbles. The relentless effort by not just Hunter, popping the ball loose, shoving down every offensive tackle he could find. Eric Kendricks dragging Eckler down during the scramble to recover. Ifadey Odenebo missing the first pounce, rolling to his feet, and scooping before dashing for the end zone. Sent the purple crowd into a new level. That's the biggest, that's the best road game moment I've ever been a part of. That was a special play for the Vikings fans in attendance. And the fans, traveling like I've never seen them before. We know this is a special team, and we all want to see them play. They showed up in California, they showed up in Kansas City, and I can't wait to see that home crowd Monday night, when Minnesota hosts the hated rivals, the Green Bay Packers. Because now what we're looking forward to is our Vikings, 10-4, returning home for the final two games of 2019, finishing the year at U.S. Bank Stadium. A dream come true. With our Vikes returning home, they have a chance to go undefeated at U.S. Bank. A chance to clinch the playoffs, the opportunity to win the NFC North, and even an outside shot at the first round bye. Let's take it one at a time. First things first, the Vikings need to guarantee their playoff spot, clinch a berth. In order to do that, it's easy. They just need to win at home against Green Bay or win in Week 17. At home against Chicago. At this point, a playoff berth is expected, demanded, and us fans should hope for even more. Hell, our Vikes can clinch without doing anything. The Los Angeles Rams are the only threat, and they would need to win both of their games in Santa Clara and against Arizona. That's the Rams schedule. It's hard to see them winning both. But we should actually hope they do. Because that, the, what the Rams do, that won't matter if our Vikings take care of their own business. So looking into it, we want the Rams to win because Minnesota can still get the 5 seed. Don't settle for that 6 seed. Get the 5 seed. For that, we need, same as 6, a win versus Green Bay or Chicago, and then we gotta see San Francisco lose out. If San Fran continues to struggle like they did against Atlanta in week 15 and our Vikes do what they're expected to, then the purple team is in the five spot heading to Dallas or Philadelphia for the playoffs. Not even close to done. Our Vikings should shoot not just for a playoff berth, not just for the five seed, but for a home playoff game. They can attain that. By winning the NFC North division. More, of course, is needed here. The Vikings, to get to the three seed, need to win both games versus Green Bay and Chicago. Then see the Packers end the year with two losses in a row. Now, Green Bay plays in Detroit in week 17. So this scenario seems unlikely. But, I mean, that's a divisional road game. And even if Green Bay wins out... Our Vikings need to put pressure on them to make them earn the division. I don't want to see the Packers resting Aaron Rodgers in the Motor City. We want them entering that game off a loss on Monday Night Football. Forced to play their starters. Forced to keep one eye on the scoreboard during Week 17. Remember, in Week 17, all the games start at the same time. We want the Packers sweating a little bit. Beat them beat the Bears, and set Green Bay up for the last minute collapse. That would be a dream come true. Make Green Bay show up. I don't want them relaxed for a single second. They're a fraud and we all know it. Finally, the last scenario I'm going to go over, yes, the two seed is possible. I want it. Home game and a bye week during the playoffs. I want it bad. This is a good team and they finish 12-4, and they're just as deserving of a buy as the other NFC contenders, if the cards fall right. To get the two seed, the Vikings need to win out, see Green Bay lose out, and see New Orleans lose in Carolina in Week 17. It's possible, so we dream big. So let's think about this in order. Since the Vikings play Green Bay on Monday night, this Saturday, we're cheering for the Rams to beat the 49ers. Most Vikings fans aren't thinking that far ahead. Maybe they aren't as greedy as we should be. It might be nice to see LA lose and see our purple clinch earlier in the week. But that's not how we roll. We expect to take care of our own business. So we want a path to that five seed and higher that means we cheer for the rams on saturday night football then on sunday we're good a free day of football sure it might be nice to see the titans beat the saints at noon and the cardinals beat the seahawks at 3 pm central but that all pales in comparison to monday night football and week 17. I will be spending Sunday focused on the NFC East title game where Dallas travels to Philadelphia in a complete toss-up. Sunday's low stress, hopefully a fun and funny game before the big tilt on Monday night. The game the Minnesota Vikings need to win to give them confidence going into the playoffs and an easier path for week 17. If the Rams beat the 49ers on Saturday, and our vikings beat green bay on monday then our purple will leave week 16 as the five seed in the nfc it's that simple only two games matter now we'll get into the details of week 17 next week but the games that matter already known the games happen at the same time at noon we're rooting for the vikings to beat the bears the Lions to beat the Packers, and the Panthers to beat the Saints. Aim for the first round bye. Philadelphia vs. Dallas, Buffalo vs. New England, and Minnesota vs. Green Bay in Week 16. All those playoff scenarios are fun, but it won't count unless our Vikings take care of their own business, do what they do, against two divisional opponents at home. So what's it going to take to beat Green Bay? Well, first, let's see if the Vikings can get healthy. Minnesota welcomed Adam Thielen back in Los Angeles, finally recovered from the lengthy absence due to his hamstring injury. He recorded a trio of catches, and I think it's fair to say Thielen just needs to get warmed up a bit. Gonna need him down the stretch. Alex Madison couldn't go against the Chargers hurting from an ankle injury. Now most are fully ready just to promote Mike Boone all the way up. If you ask me, the Vikings are going to need multiple backs healthy for this stretch. That includes Alex Madison. And that definitely includes Dalvin Cook. Cook's taken his lumps on the road. Dalvin hurt his right shoulder in Seattle, missed half of that game then again in week 15, hurt his left shoulder and misses half of that contest. If you think our bikes will be fine with just Mike Boone in the backfield for the playoff stretch, that's just crazy. Get all these workmen healthy. They're all capable when fresh. Right now, it doesn't look good. Dalvin Cook and Alex Madison both miss Friday practice, so we've got Mike Boone and Admir Abdullah to carry the load. On defense, a toe injury kept our man J-Ron from taking the soccer pitch last Sunday. What happened? J-Ron, the talk of the town after the epic comeback win against the Broncos in Week 11. He's played just eight defensive snaps in the last month. It's going to be a real interesting offseason at safety with Curse, Ant Harris, and Andrew Sandejo all free agents. In the secondary two, Xavier Rhodes. Of course, Xavier's got a bad calf. He left after 14 snaps against the Chargers and his playtime got cut in half against the Lions. The Vikings are trying more of a rotation at cornerback. Harder to see exactly what it looks like with Xavier injured. Maybe the most scary part, they haven't shown much improvement outside of the turnovers. J-Ron is practicing. Xavier's practicing. And I don't care what you think about Xavier's age or running back value. These are the key games coming up. December football. And we want all these guys, even our special team's ace J-Ron. Get him back. Get Kurtz back in the lineup, get them all back in the lineup, and let's go kick Green Bay's ass. Beat Green Bay, beat Chicago healthy and with leadership. It starts with Kirk Cousins. If we look back to the two games in week two and week four, what's the biggest X factor? What's the biggest improvement We can hope for in these home games compared to those road contests. It's an easy answer. It's Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk, who had us, me included, questioning his capabilities and leadership as the quarterback of this football team. Now, in week 16, he's clearly proven himself to be capable and clearly proven himself to be the calm, confident leader of the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk's combining masterful execution in the Gary Kubiak, Kevin Stefanski scheme with a stark increase in his floor, limiting his turnovers. It's a fumble here, an interception there, but not the heap of mistakes he produced earlier in his career. And that new skill separates him from the other high variance passers. Think Jameis Winston, Phillip Rivers, Kirk's not in that league anymore. Kirk has entered the top tier of passers in the NFL for 2019. Just deal with it. That change from September can be the only path forward in the rivalry games. Here's Kirk's stat line from week four against Chicago. 75% completion, 6.5 yards per attempt, and a 22 QBR. He took six sacks in that game in week two against Green Bay, 44% completion, two interceptions, one touchdown, 7.2 yards per attempt, and eight QBR. Those were his two lowest QBR games, his two worst games of the year. Just imagine what these games look like at home. We're not on the road anymore, we're at home, and if Kirk is able to keep his late-season form, watch out. The 2019 worries about the Minnesota Vikings remain. Struggling cornerbacks, lack of interior pass rush, just an average offensive line, all of that just doesn't matter at all in comparison to the impact we get from better quarterback play. So let's think about it. Do we trust? Kirk Cousins to lead this team in these key divisional games. Are we prepared to dream big, reach for that two seed, win out, and force our way up the NFC standings? We can't make the top NFC teams falter, but our Vikings can and need to take advantage if they falter, streak into the playoffs, be the team no one wants to face a four-game win streak would do it. Man, I can't wait for Monday night. That's all I got, y'all. Big game against a hated rival with playoff implications in primetime. What more can you ask for? I'll see ya on the other side. Until then, skull. Vikes!